Hello and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, President and CEO of the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. Each week, a Chamber staff member will sit down with a guest to discuss what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, develop our workforce, and tell the inspiring story of Greensboro to the world. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. Hi, everyone. We are here today to talk about Launch Greensboro. My name is Kelly Frazier, and I am joined by... I'm Clifford Thompson. And we are on the board of Launch Greensboro. We're really excited because this is the first of four episodes focusing on Launch Greensboro. We will be focusing on today programs that are coming up that you can be involved in and opportunities for you to participate. And then in the next episodes, we're going to incorporate interviews with alumni that have come out of the program with mentors and board members and lots of other fun things. So listen in today and then also for the upcoming episodes. But first and foremost, we wanted to focus on what Launch is, and it certainly supports starting and growing businesses in Greensboro and telling the story of Greensboro to the world. So Launch Greensboro accelerates growth for entrepreneurs starting businesses in the Greensboro triad area by providing education, mentoring, and access to capital. And we could not talk about Launch Greensboro if we did not talk to Luann and Jen, who are also joining us here today. And they are the powerhouse forces behind all things Launch Greensboro. So Luann and Jen, could you both introduce yourselves and then tell us a little bit about your backgrounds and your roles at Launch Greensboro? Happy to. Thank you, Kelly and Clifford, for um, hosting this podcast. I look forward to future podcasts as well. I'm Luann Flanders-Steck, and I'm the Executive Vice President of Entrepreneurship. I run um, the programs. I support the programs. I uh, spend a lot of time on our fund, First Launch Capital Fund, which you'll learn some more about then later. And I additionally spend time, spending. I spend a lot of time mentoring one-on-one with entrepreneurs themselves, as well as helping to run a co-working space. So we got a lot of hats that we wear, um, as you can imagine. And so I'll let Jen introduce herself now. Yeah. Hey, um, Clifford and Kelly, thanks so much for having us today. I'm really excited by the energy that you guys bring to the board and to this podcast. Um, so my name is Jen. I'm the assistant director at Launch Greensboro. Um, I come to the organization with a background in nonprofit management, fundraising, and communications. Um, And I work mostly in our programs and program development sector of our work. So I work um, really closely, um, oftentimes in small groups, um, sometimes one-on-one with entrepreneurs, just really figuring out how to meet them where they are and how to um, best serve them within our organization and help lead them to other organizations in the larger Greensboro ecosystem um, to support their continued growth. I love it. 
you ladies do wear a lot of hats, that is for sure. So I think one of the things about Launch Greensboro that people want to know more about is specifically how, you know, what are the areas of focus? Jen, I love that you say you meet entrepreneurs where they are. And I think that's definitely one of the things that makes Launch special. Can you tell us a little bit about areas of focus specifically around the accelerator programs? Sure. Yeah. So I think that we are um, really unique in our style in that we, although our programs are pretty consistent, um, it's certainly our service to entrepreneurs is not a one size fits all. So we really get to know the entrepreneurs, um, even from the time that they submit an application all the way through getting to know them as they're in our programs and really figuring out um, what their uh, strengths and weaknesses are and how we can leverage those and how we can help fill gaps for them through a variety of ways. Um, so our accelerator program, we really have kind of two. One is a um, five-week series. We call it Launch Lab 101. And it is some um, business fundamentals. And that is for really early stage entrepreneurs. Um, for those who are a little bit farther along, meaning that they have customers and revenue already under their belt and are looking to really um, capture some growth, we offer a program that we conveniently call Launch Lab Growth. That is a more traditional accelerator. It is a 14-week program, um, and we bring in local experts from a variety of fields to teach the entrepreneurs on a weekly basis um, about different topics, whether they be branding and marketing, accounting, um, human resources, financial modeling, just a variety of things that entrepreneurs at this growth stage really need to understand. And um, as one of my friends puts it, um, keeping them off of YouTube University and, and really putting them in the seats where they can learn from um, some really incredible local talent. So I think the strength of the program is just the volunteers that we work with from our entrepreneurship service community. Um, so that program, like all of the programs we offer are free, which is incredible. And we thank um, so much to the city of Greensboro and to many local foundations for allowing us to do our work. It is one of the ways that I think we best meet people where they are is that we are an open door to um, a variety of entrepreneurs. Um, and so uh, the program also encompasses, um, besides that educational piece from local experts, highly qualified local interns to perform projects on behalf of the entrepreneurs to really move their business forward faster. Um, and we do most of our work in what we call a cohort model, which means we build a group of entrepreneurs and they um, work together over the course of that time and really build relationships with each other. Um, that networking piece is really important to their community build and to their, um, again, to their kind of growth and learning. Um, it's really fun to see how they um, operate with each other. You see a lot of partnerships formed. You see a lot of people kind of almost answering each other's questions and sentences as they as they build out. Um, so those are some of the key kind of high points of the of the program itself. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I, I kind of had a follow up question to that for both Luann and Luann and uh, Jen um, on the on the mentor piece, which everyone knows mentors, having mentors is so important to a, to a young business. I know with our company, we had so many mentors that really helped bring us up and uh, taught us so much. Um, is it easy to find mentors in the community? Are they, are, how do you guys go about finding mentors? So I'm going to speak up on this one. This is Luann. We definitely um, utilize mentors and they are vital to the success of our Launch Lab growth program. Um, we 
need about 20 to 25 mentors for each program uh, because we try to make sure that the fit is right. So every mentor that comes and volunteers may not get a, a mentee in that cohort, but we need to make sure that we've got a available pool. So right now, the way that we get mentors is we do this, we ask. Um, I, I asked in a board meeting this morning and someone emailed me afterwards and I was very thrilled um, because this is a business owner, that female business owner that can bring so much experience and expertise to support another female entrepreneur right where they are. And so we really do need more mentors. So if you listening to this podcast are very interested in supporting a local entrepreneur, we would love to have your participation. Um, it's not a heavy lift, but we do ask a, a few things of you specifically that we can talk through in more detail. So thank you for bringing that up, Clifford. The other thing I want to mention real quick on our accelerator and all of our programs, one of the focus thing, focus areas that we really take into consideration as we look at applications and, and build out these programs is to make sure that we have diverse en engagement with diverse entrepreneurs. And in the last couple of years, we've had 65 to 70% minority and women-owned businesses participating in our programs across all categories, all of our programs. In fact, our last cohort of growth companies actually ended up being 80% minority and women owned, which was phenomenal. Um, we continue to work and support entrepreneurs wherever they're at. And so we look forward to that continued diversity. It really brings a different, all, it, having diversity in a room as we know is impactful and we watch and see that every day. So that's one of our other focuses. I love that. Can you expand just a little bit on what's required of a mentor, just for anyone that's listening and is interested in doing it, what they would need to anticipate contributing? Sure. So it's um, right now, what we've asked them to do is to spend an hour a week for about three months with a company. And we're really revamping. Jen is spending a lot of time right now on looking at our mentor program because we know it's vital to the success of these companies. And we want to make sure that we're doing our best for them. And so right now, it's about an hour for three months. And Kelly, you've been an amazing mentor in the past, and we appreciate it. And um, I think mentors learn as much as mentees. I always learn more when I mentor, learn a ton when I mentor, if nothing else, how to communicate um, yeah. with someone <laughs> with someone that's usually a lot younger than me. So it's, um, it's a great experience for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. It's definitely one of my favorite things and, and one of the best ways that I've participated locally. Um, and I always feel like I end up getting more out of it than they do, but um, it's definitely time well spent. So let's talk about something that's coming up very soon and an opportunity for people to participate in the growth program. Jen, can you tell us about the one coming up and how people can apply? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. We are still accepting applications for our growth program um, this fall. It runs September 14th through December 14th, and applications can be found on our website. Um, the application deadline is September 4th, and um, I, I just want to clarify for those people who are considering applying, um, one thing that really sets Launch Greensboro apart 
is that we welcome entrepreneurs from a variety of stages and a variety of industries. We're not simply like tech focused or service oriented. Um, what we get ourselves in is diversity in um, all the ways that diversity can be described. And that includes industries and company types and business models. Um, so if you're out there and you are looking to learn and expand your network, um, be mentored by someone, have an intern, um, this is this is a free program for you to jump on. We would love to have you. That's really great. And what 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 type of companies? What you know? What would you say on average? What type of companies do you do you all see coming through the program? It's truly a variety. Um, when someone asks me that question, I question I usually answer with, and they say, "What type of companies?" And I say, "Yes," um, because it is all um, we see. We've got eight programs. Seven, seven programs that we run on a regular basis. And we actually work from ideation, which is people show up and just pitch and think about ways to begin a business to providing funding. And so it's at all stages, as you can see with even just talking about 101 and growth, it's different stages, but it's also all industries. Um, the only place where we release peg an industry is when we start working with companies as they raise capital, um, just because of investor requirements. And so it's really industry agnostic and stage agnostic. And if you don't know where to start, where you fit, we fill out the application and we will guide you in that process. One of the yeah. things I love the most about this program is that it really gets into a lot of things, a lot of operational pieces of business, which I think sets it apart. Um, I definitely, in my experience, didn't have that kind of resource where you get into details around, you know, accounting and marketing. And can you talk a little bit about that and what people can anticipate walking away with when they finish the program? Um, I, I think the the greatest benefit or the easiest benefit to really point to are those educational sessions with those local experts. So, um, you know, it's not Luann and I teaching every session. It's not that we are experts in every topic. I think it's really important to clarify that. We think we're great, but we're not experts at everything. Um, so by, by providing such a um, varied agenda of topics throughout those 14 weeks and having the consistency of meeting on a weekly basis, we're able to encourage our presenters, those experts, to build upon the learning of previous experts. And so it really is like a, um, a course, a set of coursework, a curriculum where people are learning um, kind of values and, and um, the why of their business and how that impacts their marketing and their branding and how that impacts their um, revenue and their cost structure and how that impacts um, operational items like um, hiring, firing, managing, whether you're doing um, contract employer, uh, contractor workers versus employees, like all of those different pieces all the way down the line to looking forward, even if you're not um, seeking capital right at this minute, we spend a lot of time framing for people, here's where you are today and these are the operational pieces that you need to be thinking about. But in case you want capital down the road, these are other pieces that have to be part of your journey that you need to be considering as you build. And so we um, offer an entire session around financial modeling um, and, and raising capital from a variety of ways, whether that's 
um, grants, revenue, venture capital, those kinds of things, and really try to prepare people for um, the amount of opportunity that is out there. So you ask what is kind of an outcome or an impact to an entrepreneur. And I think the answer is for every entrepreneur, it's really different. I think that's the best part of the program is that we ask them when they come in, what is it that you need to know? And we will try to suit something for you. So you may get that necessary content from one of those expert-led sessions, or you might not. You might have some really specific need or goal, and we may try to find a mentor that can provide that access and that information to you on a more one-to-one basis. So the outcomes are um, obviously learning, but it's, it's a deeper dive into the learning than they might otherwise get. And what we hear time and time again from entrepreneurs is that this saved them time, money, and energy. By not having to make every single mistake, they're still going to make mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. But um, having a little bit of learning and a little bit of understanding about a variety of these topics help them make better decisions along the way. And and again, avoid some of those potholes that might be in the road. Um, And so if we can do that, if we can help startups in Greensboro um, save time, money, and energy, and get on a growth track faster. Um, so to the point where they're hiring employees and growing their their business structure, um, then that's a success. Absolutely, that's so valuable. Kelly, okay. I want to add one more thing real quick. Um, one of the I would say one of the other huge benefits that they get from going through almost any of our programs is how to tell their story, and how to make a pitch. We know that as entrepreneurs, you have to constantly be talking about your business, whether it's to a supplier, to a potential investor, to a customer, or to a potential employee. And being able to, what we call our two sentence, 30 second, two minute, and six minute pitch, we want to make sure that those entrepreneurs can tell that story exactly when and how it needs to be told to be best heard and understood. Um, and that's one of the biggest aha moments. We actually, Jen spends tons of time with these companies uh, making sure they hone their pitch in what's important to the listener, not what's important to the entrepreneur. That's so important. That's really interesting too. And I was going to, I was going to ask kind of what is the, uh, the one thing that you guys identify or, the uh, number of things that you guys identify that that the entrepreneur really needs that they don't realize that they need. And it sounds like the uh, pitching the business is, is, is a big one, huh? It's a huge one. I mean, the, the um, listening to the communication style from when someone enters our program to when they leave our program, it's almost like they're different people or different businesses. I mean, the amount of clarity that they get and their ability to really hone in on um, understanding what their particular listener in that moment needs to hear about their business to help them move forward is is crazy. I mean, we spend time every single week helping them learn how to communicate better, um, which is, it brings up in my mind an interesting point that entrepreneurs and the entrepreneur mindset requires a growth mindset, right? It requires the ability to hear feedback and take things seriously, but not personally. 
and make adjustments along the way. And so one of the things that, especially our cohort model offers in the small group setting that we, we offer and the relationships that we build is a really safe space for people to take feedback. Um, again, it's not feedback that is causing a mistake. It's feedback that they have the time um, to really think about and massage and reframe and go back out into the world, um, you know, just on better footing. And so I, I think that that's an important piece that we can't forget. Absolutely. So um, like you said, applications, you can still get yours in um, and you find those at launchgreensboro.com. All right. Um, one of the other things that we really wanted to learn more about is the fund. Luann, you mentioned it briefly earlier, but can you tell us more about that? Yes, we have two ways that we support entrepreneurs as they're raising capital. Um, the first one has been in existence for 18 years. This will be our 2021 will be our 18th year of running Capital Connects. And that is a pitch competition that allows entrepreneurs at the earliest stages and then at a seed to series A round stage to pitch to investors and our community to raise capital as well as maybe win some prize money. So that is one way that we help support entrepreneurs with fundraising and capital. The second way is First Launch Capital Fund. First Launch Capital Fund has been around a year and a half now, and we make investments at the earliest stage. We call it pre-seed and seed stage investing. So some of the companies that we've looked at have not even had revenue. Um, some of them do. Uh, most of the companies that we've invested in, well, actually, We've invested in four, two of them have revenue, two do not, or did not when we invested in them. So this is very, very early stage. And so if you have a company that you need to raise capital for, firstlaunchcapitalfund.com, firstlaunchcapital.com is a website where you can go and fill out an application. And if you've got questions about how to raise capital, that's one of the things that I've, I've as an early stage investor, um, having run two funds in the past, and now this is my third, I love this topic. So feel free to call and we can find some support for you and help you think about what it means to raise capital from angel investors. Additionally, we do some investor education and around Capital Connects in that day, but we need to be thinking some more, I think, about how to train entrepreneurs to raise capital. And that's one of the longer range plans in my head um, that we can hopefully get to in the next year or two. So I, I have a follow-up question on the fund too, Luann. I know um, I hear this a lot about Greensboro. A lot of people in Greensboro think that venture doesn't work in Greensboro and that entrepreneurship really isn't happening in Greensboro. So it's really for both of you guys, both uh, Luann and Jen, what, what, what would you guys say to that type of comment? I definitely think that that is an incorrect statement. Um, having been the first fund executive of the Piedmont Angel Network, I will tell you that we made 11 investments in that first fund and uh, the majority of them were in the Piedmont Triad. And I will also tell you that those that are still around that have not either returned capital or closed, two of them are in Greensboro and only one of them is outside. And so, and it's in Charlotte. So we know that this model works and we're excited to continue this. I will say that Piedmont Angel Network invested at later stages than First Launch Capital Fund does and in larger dollar amounts. Um, but what we really wanna do at First Launch Capital Fund is support those businesses that need that first boost of capital 
to really get them into uh, in front of customers and begin to ramp that sales up. Yeah, and and I would echo that. I think that um, entrepreneurship happens in Greensboro. Entrepreneurship is strong in Greensboro. We have a a culture that supports it. We have a city that supports it. We have a business community that knows that we will only thrive when we have it. Um, and so, you know, I can point to so many companies who have been through our programs um, that are so successful. And again, kind of speaking to that variety of industries, we have Freeman Capital, which is a fintech business. We have Sondermind and Body, which is a brick and mortar in downtown, um, a wellness center. Ampagee is a tech uh, manufacturing company. Impasta Foods is a vegan food company. We have Yay Brands who came through our programs. Onyx Ocean is a female-owned tech company. Hops and Nuts, um, beer, flavored nuts and snacks, Logistomatics, um, Silvertone Analytics, Alt HR Partners. We just have a variety of companies that are thriving and they're all under five years old. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's that startup phase. It's the taking an idea, solving a problem and finding a customer who, who wants to, to have that problem solved. And there are dozens and dozens of companies um, that we work with and we're excited to work with dozens and dozens more. Amazing. And speaking of that list of amazing companies, can you tell us a little bit about the Sustain program and what happens after a company has been through a program? Yeah. So our Sustain group is all of our kind of alumni. So they're companies that have graduated from our growth accelerator program. And it is our way to continue to support them because once you kind of leave our doors, doesn't mean that you have it all figured out and doesn't mean that you're not going to have some stumbling blocks along the way. And so again, keeping in mind that supportive environment, the relationships we've already built, the relationships they have with each other, we built out a program where on a monthly to bi-monthly basis, we offer them some form of continuing education, um, really strategic networking that they might need, those kinds of things, just to keep them engaged in the entrepreneurship ecosystem here and to continue to stay in touch and serve them. So that's been a really fun addition. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback from those companies that have come through our program, love what we do and want more. Um, we often hear from entrepreneurs that when they're done with that growth program, it feels like they've fallen off a cliff because they've had a supportive hand kind of holding them and being alongside them for 14 weeks. And so this is our way of making sure that those companies are able to prosper and grow. The last thing that any of us want from kind of an economic development standpoint is to invest all of this time and energy in early stage companies and for them to um, not feel supported enough that that failure is an option. We want to be part of that framework that helps helps them grow. Absolutely. So we've talked about a lot today, but all very good things. If anyone listening has questions about anything we've talked about or anything we didn't cover, please send us either um, get in touch with us on social or send us an email and we're happy to add it into upcoming episodes. We definitely are gonna take the opportunity to do a deeper dive into the Sustain program and some of the alumni that have come out of it and do some interviews with people that can give us more context into the program itself. Um, we are going to bring in some entrepreneurs uh, that are currently mentors and also talk to some board members just to give you the full picture of everything we have going on at launch. 
Okay, and everyone, uh, all you listeners out there, remember the application for the Launch Growth Program. Uh, there's a deadline of September 4th. So if you or uh, if you know of any companies that might be interested, please uh, get the word out to them. And you can find the link to the application uh, at launchgreensboro.com. And um, don't forget to follow Launch Greensboro. It's at Launch Greensboro on Instagram, Twitter, Launch Greensboro on LinkedIn, and at Greensboro Entrepreneur on Facebook. And then you can find us at launchgreensboro.com as well for those applications and more information. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next time. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Impact the Borough is recorded at Press Play Studios Producers are Brody Cohen Glaze and Holly West. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.